from Star Studios in Denison, Texas, this is Coffee with a Sign Painter, a weekly podcast hosted by sign painter Sean Starr that consists of interviews with other sign painters and some of the customers and characters Sean comes across while running his studio. Hello, welcome to Coffee with a Sign Painter. Uh, For today's episode, I'm going to turn the tables a little bit. I've been interviewed multiple times by filmmaker Nathaniel Day. Uh, He first shot a a short film on us uh, called Keepers of the Craft. And um, following that, he did one on a Jesse James chopper that we did in in an old 1950s hot rod. Uh, and he's currently working on a documentary about uh, the making of the cover art of the uh, Toadies album that I uh, that I did that's coming out in September. So he was here in the studio, and I forced him to sit down and do this interview with me. And uh, so we're going to talk to him and some of his uh, passion that drove him to want to make some films about sign painting and. Uh, yeah, so Nathaniel Day, filmmaker. Here we go. This is kind of cool for me because I've had to sit there and answer your questions over and over for the last three years. All right. So now I get to ask you questions. The tables have turned, definitely. So, like, let's talk about the the first uh, film that you did on our studio. Okay. That was what? Uh, so that was three years ago? It was three or four years ago, yeah. Okay. So, like, what prompted that? I've always kind of wondered, like, why you were motivated to hunt us down to do that. Yeah, um, so I was in documentary class when I was in film school, and I needed a subject, so I I actually typed in Mom and Pop in Dallas, just that, Mom and Pop Dallas, and you're, like, the first one that came up, and I was like, well, maybe I can contact this guy, but he looks kind of like an elite artist, you know? I don't know if he's really going to give me the time of day. And I called, and you're on board, and... Four years later, we're still doing videos, you know? Yeah, and uh, I think I've told you this, but, like, when you actually called me for the first time, I had not even gotten to Texas. I had just changed our website. So I was in New Mexico, and Kaylee and I had just stayed in some, like, Motel 6 or something. Um, And you had called, and I was like, oh, well, this is cool. The guy wants to make a a film about us. So uh, when we got to Denton... We had already had everything set up to open our studio in the basement of Jupiter House Coffee because mm-hmm. I knew Joey, the owner, from a few years previously. And um, the their pipes started leaking. So when we showed up in Denton, there was like eight inches of water oh, man. in that space. Yeah, that was, that was a cool little space you were in. So why did you want to do a, a film on sign painting? Um, well... You know, I, I was looking for inspiration for documentaries, you know, and I had seen a film uh, by uh, filmmaker Danny Cook. He did with, uh, I think it was David Smith. Yeah. And I had seen that video, and I kind of, that's kind of my inspiration. That was my inspiration. And, um, I mean, that's kind of why I wanted to do the videos, because I seen that video, and I was like, oh, well, that was like my first Google search when I searched sign painting, you know. Um, yeah, I, that that video that he did was gorgeous. Yeah, um, and 
really I don't know why what I wanted to do you know it's like I just like I said I I googled the mom and pop and you came up because I didn't know what I wanted to do you know I wanted to do a really good documentary um, you know that I could take away from school you know because that's what I like to do is documentary films and um, yeah I mean I contacted you and that's how I and you you were at the Art Institute of Dallas at the time right yes sir yeah so like what what did that lead to I know that you've done several other um, shorts on us and uh, the reason you're in the studio today is because you're you're doing some uh, more footage for the making of the uh, new Toadies album cover that I did the artwork for Um, so uh, how how has uh, I've been wondering like how has um, you know shooting these different projects um, of the sign painting and then the, you did the project with the uh, Jesse James Chopper that right. I did um, has that like affected or influenced how you shoot film? Um, yeah it has because uh, I mean really a majority of the stuff that I shoot is usually processes and documentaries you know um, I shoot I've shot people in the studio making albums um, I recently worked on a piece of the Gladys Knight S1. Um, you, you know, really the sign painting thing, uh, the video that we made kind of pushed me in the direction of, you know, doing documentaries rather than narrative. You know, that's a majority of what I do is documentaries. So um, I think that a lot of it was from, you know, I did the, the documentary with you. I mean, I think that's, where it all kind of started you know and that's kind of where i get my influence yeah you know? yeah and um that that video's been received really well i mean uh, yeah. the numbers on how many views and everything since that's been released have just been yeah people crazy love it. yeah they so love it. uh i wanted to thank you for seeking us out because no, i man. think that definitely has helped us in communicating like who we are and what we do and um you made a be- beautiful film Thanks, man. I mean, that's the that's kind of the idea, you know. It's like after I worked with you, I wanted to. That's kind of what I wanted to do is make documentary films for artists, you know, to help them get noticed and exposed, you know, give them some exposure. Well, you made us look way better than we are, so that's appreciated. <laughs> no, you guys are great. Um, yeah, but thank you. Like I, that's I try to, you know. So. Um, well, cool. So, um, what what are your feelings on you? You've heard the new Toadies album, um, and I know you're a huge Toadies fan. So this was a, a really cool thing that this all came together for you to shoot the documentary. Um, like, what? It, it's a departure from you know their typical sound. So, like, what what are your thoughts on it? Hmm. Um, I mean, I like it. I've heard the demo. Um, I like it. I I prefer the older stuff because it's what I grew up with, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember riding around with my dad in the summertime, going to the movie theaters, you know, in Indiana. You know, I'd visit him, and I'd hear the toadies, and, like, I think because of those reasons, I like the old stuff just because it's it means something to me. Right. But the, the new stuff is great. I mean, I think, uh, I think it's going to be a good album. Um, 
I would say, though, I prefer the old stuff. Over yeah, there. and that's okay. We have no commercial endorsement from them, so we right. can say we hate right. it if we hate it. Right. <laughs> so you, you're originally from Louisiana, right? No, I'm originally from uh, the Austin area. Okay, here in Texas. okay. Born and right. raised in Texas. Um, All right, cool. My parents had retired and went to uh, Louisiana. They had some friends here. So that's where they went after they retired of the Air Force. Um, so you're definitely a Texas dude. Definitely, 100%. Yeah, all right. Like no other choice. That's yeah, the only yeah. option. Have you been down to Austin recently? It's insane. There's like yeah, eight crazy. gazillion cars. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's all it is. It's like roads and cars and heat. Um, I haven't been down there. I drove through a few months ago. That's all I did was drive through. I was going to San Antonio. Um, but, yeah, I don't really go down there. I prefer Dallas. Dallas is my new home yeah you know it's kind of weird um i just did a, a project at a tattoo shop down in bishop arts and man it's like 10 to 15 degrees hotter down there than it is here it's like yeah. you drive as soon as you hit like plano anything like that it's like oh and there's no ac in our work truck so it's it's a beating yeah it's mad hot yeah yeah it's ridiculous so um we were talking earlier Mm-hmm. I like to talk about what people are watching on Netflix and listening to music and those kind of things. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you were telling me about a show that you said I, that Kaylee and I need to watch. What was that? Oh, man. Um, there's a lot of shows you guys should watch. But uh, I've recently been watching, uh, you know, I have a nine-month-year-old daughter. And uh, my wife had started watching Parenthood. Mm-hmm. You know, I started watching Parenthood with her. And yeah, at first I was like, I don't know about this show. It seems kind of like a chick flick you know yeah, but yeah. a tv show um i started watching this really good yeah it's, uh did you ever see the movie parenthood the, yeah there's a movie in the i think it's in the early to mid 90s that came out i think ron howard directed it i, rem- I remember i think that's I what the show is based on oh really yeah great movie yeah i'm not I, I don't think i've seen the movie but um the show is great uh, and if it is based on the movie then it's yeah, the, movie. the movie's really good. It's one of the uh, had Keanu Reeves in it. I remember that, um, and he only knows one role, so it's just basically him being him. <laughs> right. Um, and then uh, the 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 chick. I think she was in Goonies. You remember Goonies? Mm-hmm. Um, and now she's the mom on. Um, uh, let's see. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So. Logan's showing us on his iPhone that that uh, yes Ron Howard. Ron Howard. Yeah, but um, oh, it looked like Steve Martin. Steve Martin was. In oh that. yeah, he was yeah. in that. Yeah, you should check yeah. out the movie. The movie was great. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, anything with Steve Martin is in it is pretty good. Yeah, he he doesn't miss too funny. often. So, like, you as a filmmaker, like, what what's your movies? Like, I, I think every filmmaker's probably got their like top. Um, top movies that are influenced them or that they just love like i was saying before is like i'm a you know i like to consider myself a documentary filmmaker i prefer watching documentaries so like, so what are a couple of documentaries you're like dang they, they nailed it oh man um you know right now i've seen two there's two uh there's two short documentaries that i really like um one i recently seen was called denali is about a guy and his dog um but as far as like feature, I don't really know. I just no. I just enjoy documentaries. I don't really 
I'm changing the name of this episode to Beer with a Sign Painter. Oh, nice. Because our nice. AC is broken today <laughs> and it's so stinking hot that we decided to drink beer while we're yeah. working. So. That's what you got to do. Yeah. So um, I, I mentioned this documentary I saw uh, on an episode a week or two ago um, when I was talking to Derek McDonald. There's a documentary on Netflix called uh, This Ain't No Mouse Music. You familiar with that? No, I haven't. Super cool. I don't think I heard Yeah, check it out. It's really awesome. About this guy that just went out and started recording all over Louisiana and Texas. He'd just find, like, these hole-in-the-wall places or even people's front porch and record them doing their music. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's super cool. Can you find this on Netflix? Yeah, it's on Netflix. Nice. I'll check that out. So I know you're a big music fan, too, and you used that uh, Gary Clark song in the, the video um, mm-hmm. when I'm working on the Jesse James Chopper. Like, what's your, um, what do you listen to? Oh, man. Um, right now I'm listening to um, Leon Bridges. He's, uh, I believe that he got kind of noticed at South By um, a little bit back, but his... His music is kind of... Is he in Fort Worth? Yeah, yeah. I saw so, something about him on Fort Worth Barbershops Right, feed. he was he was doing some music around the area, I uh-huh. guess in Fort Worth, and then okay. he was at South By, and then that's kind of when he started blowing up. But his music is like... Sounds like some music from like the, the 40s, the 50s. Like okay. It's really good stuff. Yeah, I saw the, his album cover, and it looks totally like it's straight out 1963 right, right. or something. It's pretty cool. It's, it's, it's awesome. So that's what I'm that's what I'm jamming to right now. Um, I mean, I listen to everything. I, I'm not really into metal. Yeah. You know? um, so chill rock is cool, you know. Country's good. Um I listen to a little hip hop every now and then, um, but for the most part, it's you know whatever's whatever I'm in the mood for that day. You know, yeah. It's like, so you you've got um, this Toadies thing that I'm sure you guys still got a couple months working mm-hmm. on it before the release of the album, but doing the editing and everything. But um, what's on the horizon? Like, what are you looking at at shooting next? Anything. Uh, Anything and everything. Now, um, you got anything slated, or are you just going to see what pops up? Well, we have a few music projects that we have coming out this year, um, including the Toadies. We've got an S1 Glass Night piece. We have uh, some Guitar Slayer pieces. Um, we're trying to move What's in. the deal with Gladys Knight? What, what are you doing with that? Uh, she's got a new album coming out. Okay. And, um, I was working with, uh, shooting some video with, the producer that was producing some of the beats and some of the uh, the music for the album. Okay. Um, so it's just kind of a pro- in a process video showing in the studio of how it goes down, you know. And is she in Dallas area or something? No, I believe she's in L.A. But um, S One Symbolic One, he's here in Dallas. Okay. Uh, and he's the producer. Yeah, he's. The I'm producer. totally ignorant of contemporary music, so. Yeah, I want to say he's a producer on some of them, maybe not all the tracks, but uh, I know he's producing some of the tracks on the album, um, and he's just, you know, a producer. He's just, you know, he's creating the beats, you know, making the drums and the okay. bass, you know. Well, that's cool. Um, yeah, and I mean... So you, you're telling me, too, you get to travel occasionally, you get to go down to somewhere and shoot for a week a couple times a year? Yeah, um, I have a corporate 
level job that I do as well as I, I'm part owner of a media company. Um, but for the corporate level job, they send me, you know, they send me to like Cancun to shoot little vacations. That sounds terrible. Right. <laughs> I mean, people uh, go vacation and I'll just kind of document it. Yeah. More documentary stuff, you know, basically. Yeah. One thing I've always thought was cool from the very beginning when we started working on this stuff was um, you, uh, you, you work with your family. Right, on a lot right. of these projects, your right. wife was uh, is also a uh, film editor. Um, she was a uh, most part director. She does a lot of directing, and writing. Okay. Um, since we had the baby, though, she's been doing the mom thing. You know. Yeah, so. yeah. And then your brother Logan, who's here, yeah. lurking around, looking at things. Um, he's uh, he's my he's my younger brother. Um, yeah, he he went to film school as well. Come uh, say hello, Logan. He graduated to... 66 countries. Tell them hello. Hey, everybody. <laughs> but yeah, we, we work, me and him work together quite a bit. I mean, he's kind of my right hand, um, you know. And uh, yeah, I mean, that's it's just kind of me and him that do a lot of the work and our business partner, you know. Um, we try to, we treat it, we try to keep a small crew, you know. Yeah, uh, sure. So we can lean and get in and get the get the job done because a lot of I mean we don't do I don't do a lot of narrative you know so uh, I can work really light you know coming and hanging yeah, out with you, you and you told me too uh, you told me last time and then you mentioned again today that you've got a drone yeah we have uh, like what what's the deal with that it's kind of freaky the drone yeah. oh uh, we basically we have the drone so we can just get aerial shots and you know all those cool sky shots and overhead shots i mean it's just do you have to have like a license to fly a drone or how does that work i don't know i don't know if you i mean that's awesome that you don't know yeah we kind of just uh we just you just do it you know it's like hope we don't get caught you know yeah that's that's even better really that's how we do it we just just go out and do it but at the same time we're not doing we're not flying over people we're not flying over you know downtown dallas Usually, I mean, we're out here in Denison flying over an old train station. I mean, there's right. there isn't much going on, you know. Yeah, it's like one yeah. power line comes here, and then you know that's it. Yeah, so that's I, I, I think the police here wouldn't even know what to do with that. Right, They'd probably just be like, huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah, well, that's cool. Yeah, the drones are really uh, the drones are really cool. They really change the game as far as filmmaking. You know. So, like, uh, I, I think we've talked about this before, but, like, if you shoot, let's say, like, 10 minutes footage, mm-hmm. like, to edit that down to where it's usable, how long does that take you? Uh, if I don't procrastinate, probably a couple hours, <laughs> you know. Um, well, like, the Keepers of the Craft video, the video that you did on us, um, that final video is, like, what, 12 minutes or something? Uh, I think it's like yeah, I think it's something like that. I think it's like eight or something. Okay, so how long did that take you in editing? Um, well, actually, just for that whole project, uh, you know, concept shooting with you, editing, sound, all that stuff, we did in like, I think it was eight weeks, maybe. We just did it oh, all in like, like just eight round weeks. the clock working on it. Not round the clock, but well, you, know, you know, it's what I like mean. Uh, um, day in day out. Right, right. You know, just a little bit here and there. You know, because there's other projects too. You know, you can't put all your focus into one project as you know like you got to kind of spread it out so you can keep motivated with everything you know it's like i can't work on 
you know, keepers of the craft for eight weeks and be, you know, not starve to death. Right, right, yeah. right. I, I just uh, no, that's that's how we work too. It's like you know, we've got at any given time, we've got a half a dozen things that we're juggling between. Right, right. And, I know, mean, it's how you keep uh, inspired, I guess. You know, keep yeah. keep going. You know. Uh, you don't get bored and burn out on every single project, so you just kind of mix it up so you don't, you know? Yeah. Hey, do you do you hit sometimes where you're in a big project where you're just like, you start to lose enthusiasm and focus because it's just too too much that you're in the middle of it? Because I know that happens with me. I mean, sometimes I've taken on something so big that I'm like, it it it's a chore to get myself enthused again to get it wrapped. Right. I mean, it's, it's the exact... It, exact same thing um you know usually by the time i'm done shooting i'm over it already you know because i've been shooting for several days yeah and then that's why i work close with you know my wife and my brother um you know i can go out and shoot a piece and then you know drop it to my brother you know drop to logan and he hasn't seen any of the content so it's fresh to him right you know and he can be really motivated about it because it's something fresh you know and then like I'll basically take a break because I just got done shooting it, take a break, and then, you know, when he's done, like, I'll come in and we'll we'll mess around with it and I'll have motivation, you know, and he's lost his motivation and we just switch off, you know, so we can keep in, inspired, you know, with the project. Yeah, know? no, that makes sense. What, what motivated you to go into film? Uh, well, I've always been into video, you know, um... I've always shot videos and stuff when I was in high school and stuff. I'd shoot. It was like all in camera. There was no editing. Like I shot. Right. You know, I'd shoot this shot and then the next shot. You know. Um, I was never really interested in being a filmmaker and like I just thought that there was no career. You know, I was like, what? Why would I do that? You know, it's like, I don't know. It was just for fun. You know, when I was when I was younger. But then uh, got out of the military and I wanted to do some some type of audio work. You know, I wanted to do some audio design or you know engineering the musicians you know and i check out the art institute um they didn't really offer sound at the time it was like two years before they would offer it and they said that their film program had audio so that's kind of i was like well what the heck you know i'll just get in here and start doing audio and just kind of do my own thing just learn what i can and started shooting video right out the door and like i love it you know it's like Mm. so i so instead of you know just sticking with audio now i do audio i do video you know i write i direct i edit you know i color correct you know um so going to film school uh has taught me a lot yeah i mean as far as like you know i wanted to do just audio now i can do all that stuff and like i mean that's how that's how i got into film and that's how i you know grew that strong passion for it you know so yeah i think there's a lot of similarities with what you're doing with what we do oh yeah absolutely i think that's one of the reasons it's been you know really fun you know working together on all these different you know Mm -hmm. projects that you filmed us doing is you know i think you've gotten it from the beginning like what we're all about and what we're doing and Mm -hmm. you've been able to translate that in a way that uh it's been really cool. Yeah, I mean, the biggest thing is, you know, just, uh, you know, after working with you guys, i kind of seen how the, the craft is, you know, sitting right now. And, you know, the biggest thing is, for me, with working with you guys, is like, I'm, I'm helping you guys 
keep the craft alive. You know no, I mean? for like, sure. I mean, that that video, the Keepers of the Craft video that you did, I mean, that's between YouTube and um, uh, what's the other one? What's the big one? Uh, Vimeo. Vimeo. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that between those two, it's like been viewed, I haven't checked lately, but it's like 50,000, 60,000 views. Yeah, it's quite a bit. Um, so, I think there's like 30 on each, you know. Yeah. Um, and, you know, those views really don't matter much to me. It's when you go down and you look at the comments and you see that, like, I mean, there is one guy that's like, the video completely changed his life. He's like said, like, I'm going to stop doing what I'm doing and go back to pursuing sign painting. I mean, that's yeah, great, I, you know? And I hear it all the time. I get emails from guys who are like, you know, I, I've been working in a vinyl shop, but I started doing painting years ago, and I, I saw that video that you guys were in, and it was really motivational. And, yeah, I mean, people, you know, people love it. They're just yeah. like, I did not know, like, I didn't know about it, or, you know, it's like, I gave it up, now I'm going back, you know, it's... It's awesome. Yeah, and I, I think the story is pretty, um, you know, I, I don't think our story is unique at all. I, I think there were a lot of guys that, like, came in while it was still paint, mm -hmm. and then the vinyl thing just, like, changed everything and wiped out a lot. And, you know, to survive, a lot of people did what I did is just, you know, you go to work at a vinyl shop and do what you got to do. But, you know, then when... It, there was opportunity to kind of uh, rewrite the rules. It was like, I'm, I just, I don't want to do that anymore. I want to paint only, you know, and mm -hmm. I'm going to make it work. And, you know, I think um, that I'm just one of many, many, many guys that I'm starting to discover that went through the same process and just finally just dug in their heels and said, no, I'm going to paint, mm -hmm. you know. And um, so, yeah, I mean, it's... Uh, you know, I, I, I think especially now that um, because of the nature of the Internet and social media, I think that video has just become massively powerful as probably the main way that people really communicate now. I mean, right. people don't statistically don't read, you know. I mean, we, we read little paragraphs on news stories maybe, but, you know, the when you read the numbers of people who've read a book in the last year, it's like... Minuscule. Nothing compared to views. Yeah, on, yeah. So, you know, a Kanye West video or something. Yeah, yeah, unfortunately. Right. But, uh, yeah, we talked about that earlier, but we'll stay off the heavy subjects. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, well, cool, man. I'm, I'm really excited um, to see what you do with this Toadies video. I know you got a lot of cool footage, like that night that we all went down to the Panther Pavilion. Um, we did that backstage stuff yeah, yeah. and them singing live and... I think it's going to be really cool. And then all of the footage that you got of us, you know, working on the piece and doing the gold leafing, I, th I think it'll be really neat. Yeah, I'm excited for it. Uh, hopefully it can, su supposedly we can put it out around the, the 9th, the hmm. 8th or 9th of September. But uh, I'm going to try and see if I can put it out a little bit before um, so we'll see. Yeah, that would be. I'm. I'm, I'm really excited yes. to see it. We'll be in Ireland at that same time that they're doing the album release oh, really? in Fort Worth. But um, uh, I've been talking with Clark from the Toadies uh, through email today. He's going to come on the show probably next week, and cool. um, we're going to talk a little bit about some of that. And then, um, you know. Unfortunately, Ireland's a far way away, but that would be really cool to have 
been able to get you guys involved in filming yeah, all that's going to happen awesome. out there, but logistics, what you going to do? Got to do what you got to do. Yeah, man. Got to go to Ireland. There you go. All right. Well, uh, thanks for coming on the show. I know it's probably a little uncomfortable to be on this side. Yeah. You know, uh, it's different. Chris and Stu DeBell, um, or Dobell, or I'm not sure. Anyway, they're up in um, British Columbia, Mm -hmm. and I did an episode with them. They they were one of the first ones I interviewed because I've known Chris for years. And uh, they emailed me last week and said they came up with this idea that they want to do another episode where they interview me. Nice. So I feel your pain because I've been dreading that. (laughs) Oh, God, I don't want to be on that side of it. But I'll do it. it, it but that would be cool, though. It would be a growing experience. Yeah, but that would definitely be cool. And, and I, I have faith in them that they won't be too terrible to me. Right, right. Yeah, Maybe, so. uh, well, I interview all the time. so. Yeah. I was going to say maybe I could interview you one day on a podcast, but I interview you all the time on videos. So yeah, and I'm not that, I'm not that an engaging in an interview. No, you do well. You do well. Well... All I don't right, know how so. I, I sound. We'll we'll see later, huh? Yeah, I mean, like if if our ratings plummet after this episode, then we know, right? <laughs> nah, call this guy back. <laughs> it'll all be good. It'll all be good. We're providing free entertainment. How much right. can people complain? Right. Today's episode of Coffee with a Sign Painter is brought to you by Full City Rooster Coffee Roasters in Dallas, Texas. Roasting distinctive coffees from around the world. Sean drinks Full City Rooster coffee every day in the studio. You can order their coffee online at fullcityrooster.com. Coffee with a Sign Painter, hosted by Sean Starr. You can find all sorts of info about the show and sign painting, including previous episodes, at our website, seanstarr.com. Mm-hmm.